Welcome back to your favorite podcast, De-Influence. You guys, we're back for season two. And not only are we back, but we have my first guest ever on the podcast, Miss Claudia Oshray. I'm so honored to be the first guest taking your virginity. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. No, seriously, like, you, I don't think you understand how much you influenced this podcast. I re-influenced you? No, but you re-influenced me. You were the first podcast that I listened to. And like, whenever I heard you talk, it was the first time I was like, man, she's saying things that I wish I could say, mm-hmm. but I'm too scared to say. Mm. That's know? me. <laughs> but I love it. Okay, oh, so thanks. I looked up your bio on Google. How scary. I'm going to read. It. Have you ever Googled yourself? Uh, I try not to because I protect my mental health, but go on. Good for you. Thank that's you. actually, that's very honorable. <laughs> so your uh, bio on Google says... Uh, Claudia Oshray is one of the most popular social media influencers in the United States of America. Really? She is an Instagram star known for her username, Girl With No Job, with uh-huh. 3 million followers. She is remarkably known for her lifestyle, which is quite sumptuous, they say. Sumptuous. sumptuous. Okay. I had okay. to Google that word. It's like, you know, flashy. Yeah. Oh, um, really? The social media celebrity is also a writer and has penned down the book Girl With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster. That Love true. that title. Published in January 2021, she, along with her sister Jackie, hosts a chart-topping pop culture podcast called The Toast. Wow. Okay, maybe like I will Google myself. That's a gorgeous, flattering bio. Wasn't it good? I'm I'm deeply moved. Is it pretty accurate? It is accurate. Yeah, I would like to think. I don't really know if I live a sumptuous lifestyle. That's the only <laughs> thing I have like a little bit of an issue with. Okay. But other than that, yes, I am a writer. I am a podcaster. I'm a social media girly. They pretty much hit the nail on the head. When, they, when people ask you what you do, what do you say? Because you do a lot of things. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with someone because somebody asked me if I like the the label creator. Yeah. And I don't I don't dislike it, but I'm not a creator. I think, if anything, I, I refer to myself mostly as a podcaster and a comedian. Yeah. That's what I, I would say you are. Yeah. Are you I still mean, doing stand-up? Yeah. So I just wrapped at the end of last year my tour mm-hmm. and I filmed a special. Okay. And so now my special should be coming out soon. We're in like the editing phase that I'm really excited about. And once that comes out, I'll probably take off for a few more months and then start up again. Okay. A lot of comics like to go back to back, you know, yeah. every weekend for years. Like for me, how I can do it and and still be able to do the podcast every day because I do a show Monday through Friday. I can't sure. be like touring for weeks at a time. Yeah. It's really best for me to do a tour for a year, like year on, year off, which that is kind of not typical for most people, but it right. works for me. That makes sense. It's like Taylor Swift. Pretty much. That's what she does, right? Yeah, I pretty much she, model everything in my life after honestly, Taylor. Honestly, kind of same. Why not? It's working for her. You know, so I want to ask you, because before we get into all this, Joe and Taylor, like, what's your theory? <sighs> Have you talked about this before? Have you really thought about it? Um, of course, it yeah. occupies all of my time. <laughs> I am not upset. I can't explain. Okay. I feel kind of weird because for the last six years it's just been sort of a fact like yes taylor has found happiness you know she was this girl hopeless romantic mm-hmm. very whimsical her whole life and she made us all believe in love and then she got her happy ending and it's a fairy yeah. tale and that part i'm struggling with because for me like that chapter of her life was closed mm. but i'm not not excited about like a single taylor era like she needs to be dating you right. know businessmen sure. and billionaires, uh, other people mm. with planes. Right. I'm excited for that. I wasn't particularly attached to Joe in the sense that he wasn't, you know, a dream man of mine sure. for me or for her. Same, yeah. But I'm sad that she's clearly sad because she's my yeah. girl and I want her to be happy. So do you think that something bad happened between them or do you think it just was like, okay, I next, don't. next stage of life? I've seen a lot of, you know, the theories the that he was very, you know, uh, 
jealous and competitive of mm. her fame and it's hard. And I don't know. I don't think you get jealous of someone after six years. Like True. that would always be the case. And I don't think Taylor would have been down for that. I just think it's one of those things where, you know, people are meant for you in your life for a certain period of time and mm. everyone is in your life for a reason or a season. Like it, it's not meant, not everything's going to last forever. And I think that's okay. No, that's okay. So yeah. do you, have you heard about the F1 racer? I have. Fernando Alonso. Is I don't think name? that's true. He's being really thirsty. He's being kind of douchey about it. No. And he's giving loser energy <laughs> and Taylor would never, and she would never like continue to date someone who's clearly trying to monopolize on her fame by like making TikToks about this rumor. Like I don't right. think they're dating. Right. I hadn't even heard the rumor until he was like Making TikToks to yeah. karma, like it's loser energy. No, I totally agree. So okay, so we're on. We're we're here for this. This next yeah. this next phase. I think she's probably still in her healing, you yeah. know, era. So I don't think we'll be seeing her out on dates. And she's so private. And if anything, she's gotten even more private. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll we'll be privy to a lot of the information, which is so sad. But I totally respect her boundaries. We respect that. Yeah. So y'all talk about pop culture a lot, mm-hmm. and you live in New York. I do. So, like, what else is going on? What's the scuttlebutt? Like, what's, what's going on in pop culture? Scuttlebutt. Yeah. I mean, right now it's Met Gala season, but by the mm. time this airs, that will be irrelevant. But True. right now, the city is ablaze. I feel like if I were to go out to dinner tonight, which I'm not going to because I'm so tired, but if I did, like, I think I would probably run into some celebs. And Aaron Rodgers is now playing for the Jets, so I feel oh. like I'm going to be able to see him out and about. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh, that's exciting for my social life. He's not with Shailene anymore. No. Even mm. though I do think it's not the end for them. I could see that. I think they were really good for each other. So do you see people out a lot? Yeah. That's, like, one of my favorite activities. Do they Are they toasters? It depends. Some people are, which is really exciting, and it makes, like, the the entry like for conversation so much easier so much easier if they follow me on instagram i'm like yeah thank god yeah it's easy or if we have like a mutual friend like that's the best one i'm like sitting at a table and i see someone i know and then next to them is a celebrity and i can be like yeah. oh hey john that's oh who's easy. your friend yeah who's oh this? hi miley cyrus so, you know something like that that's great <laughs> yeah so have they ever brought or have you ever talked about a celebrity on your podcast told a story or something and then they dm you or yes. they follow really yes do you have any good stories for us um None that I will share because they're too, too humiliating. Personal. Oh, so are they? Are they mean? Well, are one thing mad? about me is like I'm just gonna say how I feel, and this really doesn't happen as often as it should, honestly. Yeah. Um, but like a recent example that was like harmless was you know Jackie and I were talking about I don't know if you remember like a while ago the winner of American Idol Philip Phillips. Oh, sorry. Well, he kind of went on like a whirlwind tour after that. He had this amazing album. He opened for John Mayer. And we were talking about how amazing that was. And then he just kind of fell off the face of the earth and like, what the fuck happened to Philip Phillips? And he's like on his Instagram, like posting about the clip from our podcast. Like, it's just, I can't speak in peace. It's really annoying. Did people come over? Were they upset? No. I mean, I was being flattering. Yeah. I'm not a mean person. So nothing I say is like that bad. But sometimes I just spill the truth. And the truth is, what the fuck happened to Philip Phillips? You know? Yeah. Yeah. We just, we miss him. So it's like a, a dumb example, but I do I do often hear that like things get back yeah. to people and it's it's humiliating. I try not to let it stifle me creatively because I think a great part yeah. of the podcast is like you to be free. Jackie and I are just free and we say whatever we want and like we're not beholden to anyone or anything. But every now and then I'll be talking about something and I'll know that I either like know this person or I have like a mutual friend this yeah. person. I just shut up. No, yeah. I've seen you do that before. Because you, you know it's sometimes it's like funny, like we're watching, we're listening, I'm like there's something Claudia is holding back. And I respect that. Like, I respect that about her. She's not going all out. Sometimes it's just not worth it. Like, it's not, not every hill it. you have to die on, yeah. you know? No, I totally agree. But there, then there are parts of the job that are, like, so annoying because, like, what's so fabulous about my life is, like, 
I'm such a big fan of pop culture and I, it's like I just obsess over celebrities and TV. And then because of my job, I've gotten access to like certain people and certain events that I get to go to and like I get to see those yeah. people. And I'm such a fangirl and it's so hard. I talk about this a lot in my book how like hmm. I went to – back when Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande were dating. So cute. I was um, at a party – I was at – where was I? I was at Robert Pattinson's birthday party. Don't Wait, ask. Like, I was like a plus one and I was like having <sighs> the night of my life because I fucking love Robert Pattinson. That's amazing. And Pete uh, Davidson and Ariana Grande showed up and this was like at the height of their dating and everyone was freaking and I saw she was wearing a huge engagement ring and, and it hadn't been announced that they were engaged. And I was talking to like, a group of people that like they were a part of and I was going to get a drink and Ari was like, will you get me like a red wine? And I was like, yes, Ari, I will get you a red wine. And she like – I handed her the cup and her big ass ring and I – I didn't share that on the podcast, even though that's like the biggest pop culture scoop because it hadn't been announced yet. Because that's where it gets just like a little dicey. Yeah. Where I would like to see still be invited to these things. Yeah, and you want to be invited back. And I don't want to be the snitch who was like on yeah. the phone fucking like calling her podcast. Yeah. Like, hey, Jackie, like I just found this out. So times like that make it tough. But for the most part, I manage just fine. No, you really do. And that's one thing like, like I said, for those that haven't heard of the toast, what I love about y'all is you talk about things that you want to talk about. You're honest, but you're not mean girls. I can't explain. I feel like there's a lot of pop culture podcasts out there that you listen to it. And then after you leave, you feel icky. Yeah. But what I like about listening to y'all is like, you're funny. You're that's honest. So nice. Thank but you. But you also like have morals. Like y'all are very family oriented. Right, right. You have a faith that you're really passionate right. about. And I feel like at the end of the day, like people will respect the fact that sometimes you're a little bit more silent about things. That's so nice. Thank you. And I think what that is, is like when you when you're talking about like other podcasts that feel mean girl energy, when it comes to pop culture, I feel like a lot of times like when everyone's like, you know, making clips on social media, everyone really says the same thing. They're like, yeah. oh my God, I'm like gagged over this dress. Like <laughs> it's really hard to have an original thought because for the most part, we're all just enjoying pop culture. So when people want to be different, and they want to like say something that nobody else is saying, like a hot take. Yeah. Sometimes it's just really easy to slip into being mean. So true. And mean isn't cute. Mean isn't funny. Like sometimes it's funny. Let's be real. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're like – if your MO is just to be mean, that's yeah. really not like – a yeah. vibe people want to listen to every day, especially we do a daily yeah. show. You got to – the whole point of the toast is like positivity. Right, right. That has been like a core principle for us since the beginning and I think during COVID, it was like yeah. especially important for us. Like the world is so dark and so terrible for so many people yeah. and on a daily basis, you don't even know what the person next to you like on the subway is it's dealing like, with. So true. So we've always just really felt like that light – airy positive mm -hmm. vibe like has to be a core principle of our show Love and it that. got hard during COVID because all I wanted to do was just fucking rant about how annoying everyone was being mm. but I think people really appreciated the fact like we never went there we never got dark and yeah. it was so divided and it was just like it was just honestly like a terrible time in this country and we'd like to pride ourselves on the fact that like you could listen to yeah. the toast and be who you are and you won't be judged and it's fun and it's happy and it's fresh and you can giggle for an hour yeah. a day What's wrong with that? I love it. And I do giggle Thank for an you. hour a day. Thank I absolutely you. love it. So y'all have been doing this podcast for, you were saying, six years. Yeah. I just I didn't put that together until you just asked me. Because yeah. it started, the, I think, the year I got married, which was 2017. Um, so has it evolved? Like, did you do you feel like you had to learn those lessons? Were there times that you said you maybe, like, crossed those boundaries? You were too honest. You said something that maybe you shouldn't have said. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, that's so hard about the internet internet sometimes is you want to grow you want to evolve but it's all being recorded yeah, and so you kind of have to like learn and it's evolve with me. people watching you with a record with a record and it's like okay i'm not the same person that i was 10 years ago yeah and um but it's hard for me i've been doing this for 10 years too i've been right. on youtube i right. started on youtube 10 years ago and so 
people will hold me accountable to something that I said, even if it's like, I like apples. And yeah. Like now I don't like apples. They're oh, like, but girl. Danny, you're such a liar. You said that you liked apples. No, like- <laughs> that is me to a T. Like I will go on rants about things. And then a year later, Jackie always makes fun of me because Jackie for years has been obsessed with reading. Like she was yeah. always getting another podcast being like, I read this. I'm like, that. I'm like, shut up. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. Reading is for nerds. You're a loser. You're a nerd. And December, I think of 2020 or 2021, mm-hmm. uh, we were on vacation and Jackie gave me a book. She's like, please just read this. I just read it. You will love it. I have read like over 100 books since then. Wow. I fucking love reading. And yeah. that's so me. Like I will die on a hill of being like, this sucks. Yeah. Downton Abbey. I'm like, Jackie, this show sucks. Never have seen it. Obsessed. Can't watch movies enough times. That's so me. And I used to like reflect on that growth as like shameful. I was like, I was almost embarrassed that like I used to say things that I now vehemently disagree with. Yeah. But now I I think a part of maturing is like learning to be proud of that. Right. Like I really am. I, and I always talk about this in, in like my marriage because I've been married. I've been be- with Ben for like eight years. Wow. And people when we were getting married were like, you're so crazy to get married so young. And I'm like, fuck off. We're Especially in, in New York, right? I feel yeah. like that's super rare. It, people were just like baffled by it. Wait, why did y'all get married so young? We was been, it like a faith thing or was it? No. no okay. I, I mean, Ben was my first boyfriend, not by tr- – like not yeah. – I would have dated more people, but it just how it happened. Like yeah. I met Ben when I was in college, a, fr- a freshman, and we dated for four years. And Aww. what do you do after you date for four years? You get engaged. Like, Might as well. Yeah. And it wasn't really that crazy, but people used to be like guffawed. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe you're getting married so young. And now as an older-ish person, I understand why they said it because I'm so different. Like, right. It's entirely possible I could have grown into a person who Ben disliked yeah. and who Ben wasn't compatible with. So I do understand why people were almost like cautionary being like, oh, sure. I don't know, maybe you should wait. And in the sense of my marriage, like we both grew into people. Ben is so different too. We grew into people who we both really like admire mm. and love mm. and respect. But And I'm proud of that growth just to sure. get back to what I was saying. So I don't really feel that. So I used to carry around a lot of shame with me like yeah, the- for like crazy things I used to say just for attention almost and right. just try and be funny. And I used to be so ashamed like yeah. knowing that that existed and people could like reference it and be like, this is what Claudia is like. Right. And now I'm not – I'm really – I've let go of a lot of that shame in the yeah. past couple of years and I feel really proud. Like and I – as long as you like know who you are. Right. It's tough on so the true. internet when so many people are telling you things. People tell you something enough times you start to believe you start it. To believe- I totally relate to that. You're like, wait, am, am I, I a bad person? Yeah. Like, was I lying? Right. Mm-hmm. And now I feel so confident in like who I am and I feel mm-hmm. so proud of the growth that I've had that I look back on that with honestly, with pride. Like I feel yeah. so proud of myself and I'm not ashamed of like the mistakes that I made. Do I wish they weren't recorded on the internet when I was literally <laughs> in the 11th grade? Yeah, I yeah. do. But yeah. it is what it is. No, I get that. And I respect that too. I think, do you think that 2020 had anything to do with that? Because I felt like it was the first time too that like everyone started getting negativity and yeah. feedback or hate mm-hmm. even like brands I was working with yeah. or just like it almost felt like no one could do anything right and so I felt like for the first time everyone's like okay we're over this we need to give people grace COVID was tough like yeah people were not okay no <laughs> people were not okay and we're they still were recovering <laughs> looking for you know ways to channel their rage and they took yeah. it out on everyone and I choose not to look back on that time because yeah. it yeah. was extremely dark yeah um but it definitely normalized. It yeah. used to be like a small club of people on the internet who the hate was reserved for. And then it just kind of became a free for all. And I hate to like, you know, it's like shot in for it to enjoy bad things happening to other people. But it did bring me peace in a sense, just to know like it wasn't about me ever. It's, yeah, it's not personal. No, it's not personal. Yeah. So in in that way, I, I think it was good. But I just think... Yeah. When you look at certain corners of the internet, you really realize how really not okay a lot of people are. So true. Does Jackie and I'll pray for sister, them? <laughs> does she kind of deal with hate or feedback? Jackie the same doesn't way? give a 
Fuck. Oh really? My God, I'm so I would think that's jealous. you. No, oh my God. Because that's am... something I feel like there are times whenever I'm posting stories or I'm talking about something on the podcast, because you have to understand, like, I'm really sensitive. Okay. Yeah. So there are things that I want. Even I remember this is so stupid, but I remember one time there was a some uh, event that Taylor Swift wore that like navy outfit with like the yeah. And I was like, I hated her right. outfit. And the next day, Claudia, you're like, Man, I didn't really like her outfit. I'm like, man, she had the guts to say something like that. Like, I feel this. And that's so silly. But yeah, I, I honestly like felt like I couldn't even, like, say what I like or what I don't I know, like. It's so crazy. But, like, I would think that you have the toughest skin. In my day, I'm like, what would Claudia do? Would she wow. say it? No, I, I'm, I'm being dead serious. That's the energy I definitely try and put forth. It's so much easier said than done. Yeah. Is it, like, a facade? It's it's a f- yeah, it's a facade. Um, but it's really, it's like, it's not even a facade because it's like, it's my goal. Like, yeah. when I see Jackie does not give a flying Does she fuck. read it and all? Is that, is no. that? She doesn't read it. She doesn't look into it. Like, you know, because you're a mom. Like, yeah. I, it, Jackie's not giving a fuckness got yeah. even bigger when, when she became kids. a mom. That's so true. Oh, that she's like, bitch, happen. I cannot waste I my time. time with these mentally ill queens on yep. the internet. I am a mom. I am a businesswoman. Good for and her. Jackie has such a strong sense of self. Good. She's so confident in who she is and she, just radiates this yeah. confidence that's honestly enviable and she doesn't give a fuck and it has rubbed off on me a little bit okay. in the last few years I definitely went through like a a, a dark time with like internet hate and yeah. and people coming for me in like 2020 I think everyone, everyone did, did yeah. but it was really hard on so me hard. and I I look back on that now and I, I didn't even realize how much I had grown until yeah. now I look back and be like the things that used to keep me up at night no longer no. do and I'm so grateful and I think honestly Jackie had a lot to do with that wow that's really cool so you film with Jackie mm-hmm. why'd you choose Jackie <laughs> actually, how did that like come about does no. Margo and Olivia do they ever get jealous uh, that's a good question no I don't think that they do because they come on all the time yeah and they both do their own things that they're like really fulfilled by but what's that's so funny when I before we started the podcast, I had started my own podcast called Girl with a Podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. When okay. everyone – well, actually, now it feels like everyone. But when podcasting, like, was first a thing, I'm like, let me get on there and just, like, talk about the real Was it even lives. a thing? A little like, bit. podcasting was? Okay. Because I was, was like, so early. I was uploading through SoundCloud. Like, okay. really old oh, okay. school. Yeah. Um, And I was doing it by myself. And I would, like, sit and talk for five minutes and, like, take a breath. Can we still find those episodes? No, you cannot. Good luck. <laughs> like, you will never <laughs> – um, but every now and then I would have Jackie come on and it was so much easier and it was so much better and everyone loved it. But why Jackie? Well, we just, uh, that's a good question. I think at the time, Jackie and I had the most similar interests in okay. terms of Real Housewives, Vanderpump Rules. That's okay. what we used to, really the core of our show okay. was like Bravo reality TV. Margot really never got into Bravo. That's our okay. younger sister. Yep. And Olivia was actually into Bravo because she was the oldest, the earliest. Yeah. And she would watch it and we would be like, this sucks. And then we got into it and she had like kind of matured past it. Yeah. So I guess it, in just terms of like interest, Jackie and I were on the same level and I would ask her to do it with me and those episodes always did better. And then we were like, okay, let's just do our own thing. And we scrapped yeah. Girl with a Podcast, which was shameful. Honestly, I'm, I'm embarrassed of it. <laughs> so you started a podcast, mm-hmm. The Toast, or The Morning Toast The Morning the Breath, actually. Morning Breath. That was our okay. first show. See, this was before my time. Yeah. So okay. I'm kind of like a new newer fan. I say I started listening about six months ago. Oh, wow. But it's been like a very fast trajectory. Yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. Like once you're in, like you're kind of locked in and you have to listen every I single agree. day. But before that, there's still some stories and things that you guys reference. And I'm I like, know. wait, like I I remember for the uh, longest time, I couldn't figure out what the redheads were. Oh. And I was like, this That's is funny. so exclusive that they have a community of redheads. redheads. And I was like, I can't 
can't join. I'm not. And then what's so funny too is I didn't used to read. Like I mm-hmm. hated reading. Mm-hmm. And then you guys always talked about the redheads, figured out what that was. And then I started reading. Yes. And now I'm reading like a book a week. Like, Isn't it so fun? It's so, so fun. It's so, so great. And especially as you get older. Not only as you get older, but when you like get so much anxiety from your phone. Sure. To spend like a plane ride. Yeah. I was literally, I took a, a flight home from LA two days ago, literally six hours. Yeah. I did not turn on the TV. I did not open my phone. I didn't even get Wi-Fi. So good. I read for six hours, like such a cute little ro- romance book. The the weight that my screen time has on my mental health, like there is such yeah. uh, a parallel between the two. And just spending hours and hours, like a couple nights a week, just not scrolling TikTok and instead reading is so good for me. Like I know it is. It's so healthy. But the background of the toast breath, which if you're unfamiliar, yeah. it's so weird. Jackie and I, when we were starting after Girl with a Podcast, we have always like, we loved this movie called Morning Glory. Have you seen it? Oh, um, wait. Morning. Rachel McAdams. Yes. Is she a news anchor? She's like the producer of the Today yes, Show yes. equivalent, whatever. Yeah. And we were obsessed with it. And we became obsessed with like morning show culture. And like, we just, we wanted to be a morning show. Okay. So when we first started, we actually didn't start as a podcast. We started as like a Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Instagram Live. Oh, wow. And we okay. like sat at desks and we were trying to be like morning show hosts. And it was like wait, really cute. so cute. But it was like morning show, but pop culture, not like politics right. or not anything like sad. Yeah. And we got... We had like decent listenership because like Jackie had a following on Twitter and I had my Instagram and a bunch of the people were like, can you rip the audio from the live show and just upload it as a podcast because I love podcasts in my car. We're like, yeah, sure. It was an easy lift. It's free to do. Yeah. And we just started doing that. And like almost immediately we had more listeners as audio podcasts than we did as like Facebook Live and Instagram Live. Wow. So we very slowly started to shift the podcast just to be a little less focused on visual. We still do video. but We don't sit at, you know, news anchor desks anymore. The show slowly morphed. And so it went from the morning breath to then the morning toast to then just the toast. We've had two rebrands y'all just rebranded yes we like to rebrand every couple of years yeah i do think this is our last rebrand for good okay but the thing was the morning toast could have lived on forever but um when jackie was moving to florida and our production started to take longer our episodes weren't getting up in the morning anymore we used to get them up by 10 30 and then we were starting to get them up by like 1 p.m eastern time and people were like well it's not the morning anymore and we're like you know Uh, we're we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to get them out so early it was just like a logistical thing and everyone was calling it the toast so we sat we were gonna rebrand just our logo Uh and we sat down with our creative agency and we they were asking us questions to get to know us to get to know the brand and they were like, do you guys realize you haven't referred to your podcast as The Morning Toast once during this meeting? You keep saying The Toast. And it was in that moment we were like, oh my God, duh, we should change Let's our name change to it. The Toast. It happened so organically. And honestly, I don't think it was hard for people to switch from The no. Morning Toast to The Toast, which is like the best kind of rebrand. Yeah, it was so easy. But we're done rebranding, I swear. Okay. For if you say so. Yeah, yeah. So with Jackie being involved, I mean, y'all are sisters. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine working with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had Jordan on some episodes. Yeah. I have to be honest. There were times. I think it was our first. Wait, episode. your brother's name is Jordan? No, my brother's name is Landon. Oh, but okay. I, like, I was like your brother and your husband. No, no. I actually have had my brother on the podcast. <laughs> um, but Jordan and I, we filmed a couple episodes together. I'm not gonna lie. There were episodes that we like in the middle of it. I'm looking at him. I'm like, I can't. No, like, okay. And I literally turn off the mic. I'm like, well, we have to revisit. I'm done. There has been times that we refilmed. Yep. We yeah, we yeah. did everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times where we are fighting so hard and then we walk in the room like, hi, babe, how's it going? And it's like, it is the hardest thing ever. But like, you guys are committed to posting every single day. So let me say, Jackie and I both podcast a little bit with our husbands, like for our Patreon or when Jackie's okay. out or when I'm out, we'll have them fill in. 
in no more than a few times a year and we hate it. Yeah. It is impossible not to fight with your husband when you're podcasting with him. So I just want you to know that's completely normal. So that's it's different whenever it's your sister probably. So different. Okay. Like there it's not even a question. Yeah. Especially cuz like Ben and Zach like they my, my husband has a podcast now but it's only about, you know, 8 months old. Mm-hmm. Um you you know a lot about what what to say, how to time your words. Like there, there's an art to podcasting sure. and if you're not a professional podcaster, it's infuriating to yeah. podcast with you. If you're like sniffing in the microphone, oh, we're saying oh, ben. <clears throat> we're saying totally every other sentence. I'm like, "Can you totally. s- can you stop?" <laughs> yeah. So it's not the same at all and I want you to know it is completely normal to have that experience podcasting with your husband because it happens to me and Ben all the time. Yeah. It's so different with Jackie, but people do like they can't believe I work with you know so my you sister. Don't fight? Like you don't fight before you start filming. You've never had like an episode where you're like, okay, we just we're not we're not posting today. Like no, because we can't not post. Yeah. Um. We actually people always ask me like, do you guys fight? And honestly, no. But like a few months ago, <laughs> during the podcast, we like got into like a little snafu. It was like so dumb. We were talking about like a celebrity stylist, and I said something that was like incorrect, and Jackie was like, "You're wrong," and she was just like, like barking at me about I was wrong, and I was like, "You're wrong," and it was so stupid. That we literally, we were like, are we fighting? We're like, we're gonna cut this out, just move on. And we yeah. kept podcasting and we like just forgot about the fight. And by the end of the episode, like the fight was over. We didn't even have to like dig into it. We just cut that part just out. Nobody out. needed to hear that. Um, so but that that's like one example I can think of after six years. We really have knock wood, bite my tongue. Yeah. A great working relationship. Okay. I think we're very complimentary because we're we're very different personality wise. I'm a little bit um I don't want to say reckless. I want to say spontaneous. Okay. And Jackie's much more methodical, much more thoughtful. Jackie's always thinking about the big picture. And I think both things are good when they balance each other out. You don't want someone who's too methodical and afraid to take risks. And you don't want someone who's too spontaneous who just goes off the fucking wall. Right. So the two of us together, like I always say, Jackie's very much the captain of the ship. Yeah. And I'm like entertaining everyone on the ship, like dancing for everyone. Funny. I would have thought like kind of the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, that you kind of wear the pants and you tell everyone where to get No, Jackie wears the pants. Like if I want to do something, I need Jackie's approval because I mean I can do whatever I want yeah. but I want Jackie's approval because she's never wrong yeah like if I have a thing I'd be like should we do this she's able to see the future she's literally Raven Simone she's like no <laughs> she's so smart <laughs> like if you ever need advice I always I'm always my wow. friends like are always calling me like people who work in, in this space and they're like, like call Jackie they're, they're like what do you think I should do I'm like let me patch in Jackie because yeah. honestly she's so she's way smarter than me oh that's so cool so have y'all ever had a guest on the toast because you don't have a lot of guests no but don't. have you ever had one where it's just been like a disaster or you don't even share the episode or something goes south and no one really knew the behind the scenes. We have never, I don't think, scrapped an entire interview. But we've had a few that we would, you know, not have back on again. But that's what I like about our show. We don't have guests. I think a lot of people rely on guests in order for their episode to perform well which is good for a lot of people but it just doesn't work i like that we have a consistent audience i don't like whenever y'all have a guest i'm like i I just want them no i know and that's like the nicest thing you could say thank you so much so it feels good because then you're also not in this rat race i feel like everyone's competing for the same couple of guests you know a couple celebrities will go on podcasts a few times a year to like promote a certain project and everyone's like kind of competing for that guest spot and we're just not even in the race i'm just i'm chilling no i love that so the other interesting thing 
about your podcast is you feel like we feel like we really know you guys, but I actually feel like you have some boundaries of like I do. what you share. I do. Um, because you talk so much about pop culture, but then you'll talk about your day, yeah. what you did over the weekend. We get, we've gotten a lot more personal in the last like two years. Do you have like strict boundaries of like what you share and you don't share? Like yeah. certain topics? Yeah. And I think it took me a really long time to understand that that's okay because I was, you know, I grew up in very much like the 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 Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears era where it's like these girls were just laying their life out on the line. Like nothing was sacred and nothing was private. And we learned that that's okay. Like in order to be a public figure, you're basically signing this like social contract that that you're agreeing to have no privacy. And I don't subscribe to that. Like I actually right. really, res- when, especially when it comes to like pop culture and talking on the toast about people's lives, like I actually really respect people's boundaries and I love when they have them up, whether it's about their kids, whatever it is. I so endorse that notion and I've, gotten comfortable with that for myself too right like there are things in my life like i will not share and i will not speak of and no one is going to shame me into doing that and it helps i feel like whenever you have you know friends in community that you're not sharing online where you can go to them and like whenever you're getting hate or feedback i go to them i'm like okay wait is this actually legit is this real what's going on and like i feel like you have that in new york yeah i've seen people like you know, one of the things that people like to say about me is like, you know, back a few years ago, she had so many friends from home and like, you know, college friends. And now she never posts about them. They hate her. She hates them. And it's like, actually, I have more of my, I've gotten yeah. even closer with my high school, my camp, my like OG friends. I don't post them. I don't share them because I feel like those relationships are so, pro- are so sacred, sacred to me. Totally. And I'm not going to let other people even remotely think about speaking ill of them. Well, sometimes it's too like I didn't post because I was having so much fun. Yeah, like, oh, I'm just of course. hanging out with my friends. Like I don't feel like I have to. And that's oh. not to say like I have a, like a few really really important friends in my life who I've met through this space. Like Taylor Strecker, Brian Kelly, Shannon Ford. Like so those fun. are people so like actual real friends to me. Yep. Um, and that's not to say that you can't have that with yeah. people in the industry. You can. It's just more difficult. It's, it's just more, more difficult, difficult to find. And that's that's something I'm totally comfortable sharing because those people, you know, yeah. live public lives. Sure. But m- my friendships with like people who I've known forever and who live private lives, like that's so important to me. Yeah. And if people need to think that I've, I'm such a, she's such an ego. She doesn't hang out with her old friends. Fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like, it eat my matter. ass, bitch. <laughs> Seriously. Would you ever move to Florida? Do you think you'll stay in New York? I do. Because I know that you you have a big family. Yep. Do you want a big family? I do. I mean, Does Ben want a big yes. family? Yes. Really? I mean, I always said, like, I always wanted to be a mom. And I'm like, I'm going to have this my This makes you, kid. like, I'm, like, beaming over here. This is so <laughs> fun and exciting. I mean, I I really, like, I, I want to be a mom. And, and I remember, like, my whole life, I'm like, I'm going to have my first Aww. kid when I'm 25. And I remember sitting on my friend Brian's couch realizing I was – he was like, oh, what are we doing for your birthday coming up? I'm like, oh, yeah. how old am I turning – 25 I'm like okay bitch we're not having kids at 25 yeah and it's just it's so hard when you're like an ambitious person mm. with like career you're married to the game I know and you're like Taylor and I hate that like I find myself pushing that back mm. and I don't feel ready even though it's like so important to me and it's like that's that is what keeps me up at night like yeah. actually the timeline against like my biological clock my goals what I want and like seeing Jackie and Olivia have kids and like Michaela our oldest like she's already turning three like mm. it's so fucking unfair um so that's something I struggle with but it's like so Im- like I I, w- I do want to be a mom and that's like God willing yeah. something I'll be able to do but I don't know if living in Florida is going to be in the cards for me really yeah you'll stay in New York it's really it's like one of the hardest things that I've ever dealt with I've never lived away from my family and like my two sisters moving away like I fucking hate them but mm-hmm. I respect you know the decision yeah <sighs> 
it's not a life I can see myself living. Okay. But maybe, you know. So Dallas is out of the question. Yeah. I don't know anyone. <laughs> but you're coming Dallas. to Dallas next week. I am. I'm going to the ACM Awards. I'm going too. Oh, you are? I'll be going with Bridget, which I know that you love Fun. the bar. I do love the bar. Go where the bar. Every- do you know what the bar means? No. So the bar, everyone thinks it's like the bar to go drink. No, like raising the bar. It's I raising thought. the bar. Okay. That's that's what I thought, and that's really I cool. I have to explain it to a lot of people. Um, no, that's interesting. So At we'll first, I there. thought it was like the bar. I'm like, the bar. I'm like, is that someone's last name? Yeah, so we'll be there. Fun. Okay, good. We'll see you. I'm so excited. So I just, I do think I'll, I'll live in New York. Okay. Ben's family's here. Like, oh, so know. everyone's here. Yeah. That makes sense. And I'm really hoping Olivia and Jackie will like move back. So how does that happen? If you have kids in the city, like, I mean, would you have kids in the city? Yeah. I mean, I grew do up people, in the city. Do, you did. Like, yeah. I the mean, actual city. I grew up in Long Island until the seventh grade. And I'm then like, I lived in the seventh grade. Incre- like to me, I'm like, these are like Europeans. I'm like, I know. It's a different lifestyle. It is. But it's really not. Yeah. Like it's 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 so normal to me now. Um Yeah, what's it like? It's expensive. Okay. That so makes sense. I'll see where I'm at when it happens. <laughs> yeah. Um and and I wouldn't be opposed to living like outside of the city, whether it's like Long Island. I love Long Island and New Jersey because there's like really big Jewish communities there and that's just like important. Like honestly, I would move to Nashville. Like that's you my would. dream. But there's not like a thriving Jewish community there. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to send my kids to like there a is Jewish in Dallas. Day school. I know there is, because that's where Jackie's husband's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but like I don't know. If I'm going to move to Dallas, I should just move to Florida. You know? That's true. That's true. um, It's weird to grow up in the city, but I will say, like, so much of who I am, like, my personality, and I'm, like, I'm extremely – like, you know those friends – who like up until the time they were 18 like their moms were calling them to make doctor's appointments like you yeah. grow up so fast in the city you're so independent like bitch I was making my own doctor's appointments in like the 8th grade yeah you're you know? independent you're so you're on another level and I actually love that like I'm so, yeah. I'm so self-reliant I'm, I don't rely on fucking anyone for anything wow. and I think a lot of that has to just do with growing up like you're a full-blown adult like you're going to school by yourself like you're walking around with your friends like it's really it's it is actually so different than growing up in the suburbs like next yeah. level different so whenever people in the new, in New York whenever they like vacation or mm-hmm. going family trips where do you go people in new york mostly go to florida like florida. miami okay. puerto rico is that like, kind of far though no 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 it's like two and a half hours oh that's not bad okay yeah like the east coast of mexico people in in la and like who live on the west coast have it so much better when it comes to mexico because there's like cabo there's and cabo. The, the west coast of mexico is just so much better than like cancun tulum yeah so but we make it work that's so fun yeah um let's see i want to talk more about your book okay what was that process like was um, it hard Especially doing the toast, um, you're probably doing like your – It's like a lot of talking. Your stand-ups at the same time? No. So this was during COVID. I, I wrote my book oh, during COVID. Did you know that you always wanted to write a book? Yes. Or did you have like a bunch of free time? And- no. I always knew I wanted to write a book. I actually – I only – I recently found like my first book treatment that I wrote like literally eight years ago when I was in college. Like, bitch, I had nothing to say. Yeah. Um, And I read it and it was really funny. So it, it – but the book that I ended up writing was not at all what – the book that I yeah. originally treated did the treatment for. Yeah. I I wanted to write a book. It just felt very weird to like write a memoir as somebody at the time who was 26. Mm. But But you you had lived a lot after of life. I had been through like a few things, I was like, you know what? Like I do I do think I, I'm I have something to say. And that's why people keep asking me if I'm gonna write a second book and I would love to, but like I don't have anything to say. Like I right. need to live more. Like I, life. I I don't want to just write I feel like in this space it's so easy to like get a book deal and like just do it because you got the deal. Especially with influencers. I know not they write about stuff all the time I'm like this is not because really you nothing. have anything to say yeah so I would love to write a second book but I don't think I'm there yet if anything maybe I do like short stories like funny short stories but yeah. not like another memoir typey thing I just think I 
I don't want to I don't want to like put stuff out that sucks because then like people don't trust you you know yeah everything I put out like I feel so proud of like my first comedy special my first book my next comedy special I'm so proud of like I don't like to just put crap out there for the sake of having crap right you know what is your next comedy special can you um, tell us about that yes so I filmed it in December it was the the show that I wrote over the course of 2022 okay it's uh just like it's my life like a series of stories my take on the on the moronic state of the world and it's like an hour and 10 minutes um if you saw it live it's it's similar to that and i'm really i'm really proud of it like i just watched it the other day because we got the final cut and i think it's literally the funniest thing like anybody's ever seen in their life is it hard to perform live yes it's very hard do you like do things jokes in real time yeah, I always so, feel like that's probably the most challenging. Yeah, you have to – you can't just go out on stage and want to improv. Even though, like, my brand of comedy is improv. Like, yeah. we on the shows, I don't plan anything that I say. Like, everything that comes out of my mouth just comes to my that brain. That is and so crazy. That's how me. I work. That's just how I work. But you can't sell tickets to a show and be like, I'm going to go on stage and wing just it. Just like, see what You happens. need to have, like, core yeah. stories you're going to tell, core jokes you want to get to. But the, the journey in which you get to those stories – can be different every time. Right. And depending on where I am, like I can know I can lean in. If I'm in the South, like I can be a little bit more, right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I'm in like a really Jewish neighborhood, like yeah, when I do yeah. the Northeast, I'm like very leaning into like my camp at Bat Mitzvah Girl Roots. Yeah. So you can take on different like personalities, which is really fun. But for the most part, like you need to get through what I had like, you know, eight or ten bullet points yeah. that I would need to hit in order to complete the show and have the show make sense and right. be long enough. You know, you're selling tickets. You can't sit there for 30 minutes doing nothing. Right. You need to entertain people for like – my show was between like 75 and 90 minutes. Okay. And then I whittled it down to like 80 minutes for the the special. That really shocks me that you don't prepare anything for the podcast. I know. Because you film for about an hour, right? Yeah. So all of the – do you ever feel like – do you ever get sick of pop culture because you feel like yeah. it's just for the pop – you're like, oh, I have to read this book just so I finish it or I have to watch this TV show just yes. so I have something to talk about. No, sometimes when it gets tough is – there are certain like seasons of the year that are very interesting for pop culture. Right now we have like the Met Gala. Like there are interesting things yeah. happening. And then just like celebrities are being boring and nobody's doing anything crazy. But like we're coming off the heels of Scandal, like the Vanderpump Rules reunion. By the time this episode comes out, we'll be out. Like there is so much like we wake up every day, we have purpose. Yeah. But then, you know, in the summer things get really light because every celebrity's yeah. in the south of France. Like yeah. there's nothing and it's it's like scraping the bottom of the barrel for things to talk about yeah. and that's what that's when it gets like a little that's when I feel personally burnt out right so we actually usually take off like a good amount of time in August oh I didn't know that because that's like our our hiatus okay. August and December how long well this, where do you go what do you do well it depends <laughs> like usually I do nothing um, usually we'll take like a week or two in August and we'll do like a family trip and the same like right. a week or two in December we'll do like a family Christmas trip um, this year's gonna be different and the last couple of years have been different because of Jackie's maternity leave so now we're like okay. scheduling everything around Jackie's maternity leave and how we're gonna do that so we will take time off in August for her maternity leave okay um, when is Jackie due you know everybody keeps asking that and I have no yeah. fucking idea because everyone around me is pregnant will she have two under two Will she have two under two? Such that's a good what, question. That's I, what we had. I do think she Ours will. Are, mine are 17 months apart. Wow. But I will say, just so you know, I mean, you probably know this because of Jackie, but I feel like, you know, doing all this, starting on YouTube, then having the blog, then doing Instagram, the podcast, yes, everything changes a lot, but I feel like whenever we had our kids, it like made, it's so weird. It, I feel like it made our time like more efficient. 
Really? Yeah. Like, it's almost like I knew, like, I had to say no to the things that didn't make any sense. Yeah. And I had to go after the things that I Trim actually really wanted. Because sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I feel like I'm just like, kind of being swayed along with what everybody else wants me to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I launching this podcast? Why am I making this real? When you have kids, you're like, I don't have time for that. What do yeah. I actually want to do? What, you know, with this hour that I have while they're napping, like, what's going on? Oh, that's interesting. I don't okay. know if everyone feels that way, but. Yeah, no, that's a good way to look at it. Like, and time it's been, management. It's sweet, too. Time management, you almost feel like you're like, Finally, it, it like makes sense when people are like, oh my gosh, they're, they're super, you know, humans, these moms. Yeah. It's like, because I literally only have hour, like one hour, what do I really want to focus on and just be super efficient at? But like, maybe this is a personal question and you yeah. don't have to answer it, but like no. before you had kids and you guys were like trying and yeah. like you were like making the decision, like, yeah. like, like I'm not ready. Like that's a thing. No. Yeah, definitely. Okay. You, you got to be ready. Okay. Like and I'm not like, how do you know when you're no, ready? No, honestly, I feel like, so I always told myself, I am not having a kid until I'm 30. Mm-hmm. Like, I just really wanted that time. I'm, I'm 30 now. Okay. And I have two kids already. When did you have your first? 27. Shit. So I got married at 25. But no, like, I have to tell you, I was not the girl that, like, wanted to get married out of college. I wanted to have my independence. I wanted to buy my own first house. I wanted to figure it out on my own because I feel like in the South, mm-hmm. people are always telling me, Danny, you got to go to school. It's the MRS degree. You got to marry a man to take care of you. Yeah. And I was like, no, like, I want to be able to do this myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be dependent on someone, especially, like, I want to like whoever I marry. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want them to just, like, provide for me. Like, so honestly, when we first got married, uh, when I first married Jordan, I was like the the breadwinner. Yeah. Not anymore, really. Like we do things together now. But at the time, like that's how it was. And I didn't mind that at all because mm-hmm. I just like kind of wanted that independence. And then, you know, we got married. We kind of like, we were married for three or four years and it just like hit me one day. Really? I felt like we had kind of done everything that I wanted to do in terms of, you know, traveling. And maybe this is just maybe being in the South and there wasn't like a lot going on. Oh. Now, whenever I, I visit New York, I'm like, man, we got to move our family Are your here. kids here with you? No. No. Yeah, that's too much. It's We've done that before oh my in God. New York. And it's okay. Um, we actually had to bring a nanny with us last time because it was so, yeah. so difficult. Especially like there's no... Where for them to like run around. They go no, outside. Like, I'm like so worried about that. One thing about me, like I will be having a nanny. Yeah. That's <laughs> why. That's what I was just saying to Jackie. I'm like, I'll be ready when I win the lottery and I can have 4,500 people help me. Like I'm so but nervous because so I see great. Jackie and Olivia and they do everything and they're just like, they're so inspiring but exhausting it's so exhausting like sometimes i feel like people that have nannies get a bad rap like i get hate for it all the time yeah but i feel like i'm like it's more people that love my child and are caring for my child like why is that a bad thing no and that's just like such a moronic thing to say like that that you get hate for for having a nanny because we just have these unbelievable expectations of women it's like so you need to work full-time and be a full-time caretaker so you can't have any wife. health. And be a good wife. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm a human and I'm always tired. Like, leave me alone. No, it's so true. Um, yeah, we get hate about that all the time. But I feel like whenever, you know, like my actual, my daughter goes to school. She goes to Spanish school. Okay. So, and she loves it. She's so independent. Like, I drop her off for school. She's like, bye, mama. Yeah. Don't miss you at all. <laughs> I'm like, all the other kids are crying. And she's like, bye. <laughs> independent queen. So good. It's so good. But like... She loves it. And so, you know, our nanny's with them from nine to five, like four days a week. Mm-hmm. I think the craziest thing for me that I didn't expect was there's times that I'm like, I really don't want the nanny there. Like, I want to be doing yeah. all the dirty work. Like, because a lot of times I'm like, okay, because I've always loved to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've just kind of always been, I don't want to say a workaholic because I have such, such a negative connotation, but I've always just like really enjoyed working. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I always thought, okay, those boundaries will be really healthy. But I do find myself like, I'm like, what's the point of all this? Like, I just want to hang out with my kids. Yeah, of course. And so I, you know, that's why the first time we came to New York for business, I brought my kids. Right. And then Was I just that like learned a, a guilt thing too. Is that real? 100%. Yeah. I feel guilty like today. You yeah. know, my mom's at the park with them. Um, my son, I threw him my first birthday, but he had a second birthday party at the park with all of like, his friends, Mm -hmm. his park friends. (laughs) And um, my mom sent me a video and I'm like, I have the worst mom going right now. Like I should have been at the second birthday party, you know? Right. It's hard. Um, So, you know, it's just kind of like always finding that balance. But I feel like it's so funny from like working as a mom, it's more about guilt than anything. And I think the hate that actually gets to me, that actually like gets to my core Mm -hmm. is the mom hate. Of course. Not like, you're a bad mom. It's like the, it's like you should be there for your kids. Why Fuck are you working? Off. And it's like, I know, I feel the no, same way. No, and it's way like too. the person commenting that you should be there for your kids, not fucking trolling right. on the internet, you miserable wench. <laughs> fucking bitch. I, I want that attitude so bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's all talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work on it. <laughs> yeah. I really am. Okay. So I want to do something kind of fun. Okay. I'm going to do a word association game, but you have to go really fast. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I know. Sometimes people are. just like think it out no, you and can't. I'm like, you got to just. First go. thing that comes to mind. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Snarky. Claudia. Brendan Fraser. Love. Mayonnaise. Ew. Influencer. Mm. That was my answer. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I have a very complicated relationship with the word influencer. Mm. Okay. TikToker. Obsessed. Sexy. Me. LaGuardia Airport. Treacherous. <laughs> Selena Gomez. Queen. Rich. Me. Hopefully one day. Sorry, three words. <laughs> Naughty. Nice. Kendall Jenner. Skinny. Marketing idea. Marketing idea. I have literally no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spritz. Spritz. Spritz, Spritz. Okay. Goal in life. One more time. Goal in life. To be happy and rich and skinny. <laughs> Failure. Necessary. Love that. So true. It is what it is. So Spritz, tell us more about Spritz. Too. Yes, Spritz is uh, Ben and I's similar how to you. You guys did Divi. We were like a few two years ago. We really were kind of not tired, but it's it's an interesting place where you like you are an influencer and you work with brands and you make so much money for other brands mm-hmm. and you're getting paid, of course, but you're bringing in like so much money to a company that you don't own and you really just want to like own your own thing. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to start a company. We knew we did. And we we're like, what do we like? What do we want to make that we can enjoy, mm-hmm. but that we know our people will enjoy? And alcohol was the first thing that came to mind, even though that was like the hardest thing we probably could have chosen because alcohol is like so regulated and there's so many legal things to jump through. Um, um, and Ben really is the captain of that ship. Like yeah. when it comes to, you know, selling product and making content and doing marketing stuff and like being the face, that's very much me and Jackie. But when it comes to like merchandising, warehouse, bitch, I don't fucking know. Like yeah, talk to Ben about it. Yeah. Um, and he is full time on the business and he's so passionate about it and he's so mm-hmm. smart and he really we call it on the podcast. He has this thing called the Ben Effect. Mm. And I'm sure you've been dazzled by Ben. Yeah, he, yeah, of course. He has a way of what most people would call networking, but it's not networking because he just builds like genuine relationships with people and he never something I'm really bad at is like meeting people and like not following up and then like years go by. Ben has coffee a couple times a week with people he's known for 10 years. Like he's always networking. He's always putting himself out there and it's been so good for the business. Like so many of the relationships and retailers and things that that have just happened to the business are because Ben knows someone. Ben knows everyone. Relationships still matter. Relationships still matter and what's been, I was just telling someone the story and they couldn't believe it. Like what's so great about Spritz is that it really feels like the community of people who listen to our toast were like a part of the journey. A lot of them participate 
participated in like focus groups before we even launched the brand. So, so many of them knew about it before we launched. And it just has felt like this communal thing that we all got off the ground. Mm -hmm. And when we announced on launch day, we had so many inbound requests from toasters who work, you know, high level at huge chains being like, oh, I work in the alcohol buying department. Let's get spritz into X. And we're in these huge chains that like a a two-year-old brand should never be in. And it's just because people who love the podcast and like want to support and are a part of the community – because they work there and they're like, oh, let me run this by my boss. This is perfect for us. I'm like, oh my God, amazing. That's so, that's so encouraging that your community is like, they're the ones making it happen. Oh, they're fully a part of it. So that happened with Divi. I was walking through um, Ulta Mm -hmm. and I was like, guys, I'm going to manifest this one day. And this was, you know, after we had probably launched for like four months. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, guys, one day let's get Divi into Ulta. Literally the next week, I get an email from someone at Ulta that followed on Instagram. Yep. And it was so sweet. Like, none of this would have happened yep. without her. It's it's so cool. And then it just feels like we're all doing something together. And we get to, of course, like, enjoy the spritz. Everybody loves string a spritz on a rooftop. But to be a part of it, like, from the ground up is very exciting for us and, and I think for the listeners, too. It's really – alcohol is a really tough business. So my mom, we call her Tornado. <sighs> She's wild. Yeah. I, you would love her. Y'all would have so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, But we tried. We looked into doing, like, a Tornado tequila. Yeah. Oh, hard. Really hard. Yep. I mean, it, it's not like any other, you know, industry. It's really no. tough. And wine, which is what our sparkling cocktails are made with, is a little bit easier, easier. because you can ship it to like 48 out of 50 yes. states. I think the only ones you can't do are like Utah and Arkansas. But it's expensive to ship, It's right? expensive to ship. That's why we want to get into retailers, but also yes. have it available online. Like if you really want it, want you it. can buy it. Um it's really hard. Wine is, is a little less hard, but just alcohol in general is so tough. And don't even get me started on getting into Canada. Like, you can never. Is it So how long did it take from, like, the idea to actually getting, like, your first box done? We from – the, from the time we actually, like, started to legit – not just, like, have an idea, but, like, to actually like, work on it, it. To launch was a year. Okay. And we probably got our first samples, like, six months into that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's so cool to see something like on the page then show up at your door. Yeah, yeah. It's really exciting. Were you – are you still pretty involved though? Yeah. Or is so, it more on the marketing? Yeah. So I'm I'm not like 100% um, f- full-time on this. Ben runs – Ben is the CEO of the company and yep. they have a team of uh, – I forget how many people, maybe like yeah. 12 um, – that do all, you know, like sales – all that stuff. And for Jackie and I, like where we know our value is what influencers should we partner with? Okay. What, you know, let's have a photo shoot. We need to make assets. We need to run a sale on this day. Let's do a coupon code. Let's have Ben on the podcast. Like trying to figure out ways to to fully integrate spritz into our audience, but then also expand beyond. Like we want it to be a brand that obviously we started that when you think of, you can associate with us, but you don't need to know us to enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's delicious. And if you like wine and you like to drink and And, you like delicious things. And that's the point too, is like you probably want to have something that can function without you being involved every single day. That can live outside. And that was what was so interesting when, remember like a few weeks ago, all that Ariel Charnas drama, they're like, what's happening with something Navy? She doesn't show up for work. She does not deserve that. I I am freaking obsessed with that girl. The media is out to get her for absolutely no reason. And like, that's what people ridiculous. weren't understanding. They're like, she's not even in the photos posting anymore. And so, well, the point was that they were going to build this brand off of her back. They invested, somebody invested $10 million. She probably doesn't even own that much of the company anymore. Right, exactly. It was supposed to exist outside of her, kind of how like Fabletics, we don't think exactly. about Kate Hudson anymore. Right, but like, she's just the face. It, she was the face that launched it. And then it went on without her. Yeah. Like, it, that's what people weren't understanding. But that's the goal when you're, you know, starting a business based off of like a community like ours. Like we, exactly. we want our community to love it and live for it. But we would love for it to exist beyond our community. Right. Um, 
So do you have any advice for people that are starting, you know, podcasting is so huge, mm-hmm. but I do feel like you got into it like really early. A very, yeah, a very early time. Um, but like you were saying earlier, it didn't take off immediately. No. Like it took some time. Yeah. And so what what, what advice would you give to someone, I guess someone like me starting yeah. out a podcast? I feel like you're doing everything right. <laughs> Honestly, at this current juncture, my number one piece of advice is like, if you ain't making vertical clips for your podcast, like you might as well not be having a podcast. So true. Just for TikTok and Reels? TikTok talking reels what about youtube youtube shorts is great okay you don't YouTube, like, like long form though yeah uh, we do youtube long form i don't think it's fully necessary in People the beginning love it. oh my god i know i mean i love it and because if i'm gonna watch if, if my someone i love is on a podcast i'm gonna watch it if there's an option yeah like, that's just how i am but not everyone's like that if you have the capability and it's not gonna like put you out so much time and money just do throw it. it up on youtube the more places people can find you the better i don't the think better. it's good to be like exclusive to one platform or anything no i totally agree um okay another game for you okay Another pop culture game. Um, so I'm just going to ask you some questions, give you a situation with two celebrities, and you pick one or the other. So number one, who would you rather be stuck on an elevator with, M. Rada or Prince Harry? I know you're two Oof. favorite people. I really um, – that's such a good question. Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Why? Honestly, I just think Emily Ratajkowski, like, would hate me. And honestly, I don't think I would like her either. Like, we're so different. She's very, like, girl boss feminist, like, Harry yeah. Armpit Queen. Yeah. And that's not me at all. Yeah. And I just feel like we wouldn't get along. Harry, I feel like, you know, he likes to throw down. I'd ask him about the Nazi costume. You know, I have questions. You have some questions for yeah. him. Yeah. Whose phone number would you rather have, Kim Kardashian or Taylor Swift? Taylor. Really? Yeah. Like I, I was actually thinking about this and I was like, I think she would say Kim K because I feel like Kim K would – okay, Taylor you'd probably be friends with. Yeah. Kim K would probably have like some business advice. Oh, yeah, that's true. She'd send you some contacts. That girl's like a workaholic. This is something I, I like my whole life struggle with these two, like yeah. my two queens. And I do think I if I if it really boiled down to it and I really had to like gun to my head answer, like Taylor. I think it'd be Taylor. And I know it would be Taylor. Did I tell you um, – oh, I didn't tell you this – so I made a reel mm-hmm. um, impersonating Taylor from her tour okay. after the first time I saw it. And it kind of popped off because it was like one of the first ones. Yeah. Because we saw it. She started you like in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So her backup dancer shared it last night. I'm Cameron. Vomiting. And that he's means like, she saw it. and he, I, that's what I was thinking. You think? She didn't like it though. But I will say out of all she the She doesn't like dancers, stuff like on, what was it, TikTok or Reels? Reels. Yeah, she only does TikTok. I know. I'm so bus- – I'm not really big on TikTok. I'm like, ugh, I kind of stay off of it. Oh, I'm I like Jackie. TikTok. I know. It's just – it's a lot. Honestly, I feel like – do you ever feel when you're consuming social media or content, it's not even fun anymore because I'm like, I should be creating these videos. No, it's like so toxic. Like I'm like, why am I watching this? I need to go actually Get make up. them. Yeah. And then sometimes I don't want to feel that pressure, so I just don't <laughs> pick That's it up at honestly all. honestly so fair. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, so maybe she did see it. It's possible she, she definitely saw it. I had a, I too had a Taylor video blow up on Reels. <gasps> did she like it? No. <sighs> um, but like it went so viral and like a bunch of people that she follows liked it. Liked like somebody it. definitely sent it to her, right? I, I would think so. I, Cause she says like even on her tour, she was like, she I don't, everyone. she said, I don't sleep a lot after the tour. I just like stay up for hours on social media scrolling. I'm yeah. like, okay, if you're scrolling, like you probably you saw see my this, ass. right? Yeah. Okay. Next question. Who would you rather have to share a toothbrush with? Selena Gomez or Haley Bieber? Don't I've put always me in like, this position. Haley Bieber. You do love Haley. I do. I, I love them both, and that's why I don't like the question. I would oh. share a toothbrush with either of them. Yeah, no, but just like with Haley. Yeah, Haley. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we don't like Because if we're them. sharing a toothbrush, that means like maybe I'm I'm in her and Justin's house. Uh, Ooh, but I don't know, maybe I'm at Selena's house and Taylor's there. I don't know. That's a really Ooh, tough question. That is tough. <laughs> 
Who would you rather be stuck on a deserted island with, Jackie or Margot? Oh, this is personal. It is personal, but I'm going to think logistically here, and I'm going to go with Margot. Really? Margot's very strong. You know, if we need to Physically. climb a tree and break a coconut, it's going to be Margot. I'm going to be fucking useless. And Jackie's now pregnant. Like, mm. I'm totally... But honestly... My older sister Olivia is stronger than all of us, and really? she's resourceful as fuck. I'm if I think I would do Olivia. So who has like the street smarts in the family though? Jackie, really? Yeah, but do you need street smarts on an island? No, probably not. I think you need like, like hardcore book strength. smarts. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like how do you start a fire? Right. <laughs> Number five. Who would your date to the Met Gala be? Leonardo DiCaprio or Mark Wahlberg? Oh, that's so funny. I'm gonna say John Mayer. John Mayer, good answer. My celebrity crush, which just makes me such a toxic Swifty. I love John too. Me too. And doesn't he look like Ben? Oh. Hmm. That's my rationale for being like in love hmm. with John Mayer. I'm like, he looks like my husband. I thought it was so interesting in um, Jessica Simpson's memoir yes. when she talked about John. Honestly, all the men. I know. It but was John like, was especially interessant. Yeah, because she was like, he kind of used his intellect to, to dominate like, shame her. her. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but I could totally see that. Me too. He's he. That was also like in his really toxic days. I think he's a better guy now. Now he's like you know uh, rejuvenated, like female empowerment, yada yada. Yeah, he's more mature. Yeah, but back then he was so fucking toxic. He really was like not the greatest guy, mm-hmm. but his music's so good. Your body is so wonderland. So good. So such a fan. Well, this is fun. I know. Claudia. I'm so happy that you agreed to come on. I know that you had a super busy week. You came from, back from stagecoach. stagecoach so you're fun. so exhausted. I'm totally fine. I'm so I'm glad s- to have taken your, your virginity. My, my podcast virginity. This is not only my first podcast interview, but my first interview ever. Yeah, I know. I'm like, honored. It's It's been so fun. Thanks Great for Great first me. experience. Um, okay, so people can find you. Actually, yes. yeah, just list all your things. Girl with no job on Instagram and TikTok and all the places. And then my podcast is called The Toast, Monday through Friday. We also are on YouTube if you want to watch on YouTube or mm-hmm. you can listen anywhere you find your po- your podcast you know Spotify iTunes Stitcher Public Radio I Radio Castbox all the places wow this girl talks so fast I love it <laughs> alright guys thanks for listening um, and we'll talk to you later bye bye